Good morning, City Church. This is Justin Kaysen bringing you what I pray will be a moment of sanity at the start of your day, a moment of truth from God's word, a moment of grace. This morning, I'd like to start with some words from my favorite 20th century philosopher. Great moments are born from great opportunity, and that's what you have here tonight, boys. That's what you've earned here tonight. One game. If we played them 10 times, they might win nine, but not this game, not tonight. Tonight, we skate with them. Tonight, we stay with them, and we shut them down because we can. Tonight, we are the greatest hockey team in the world. You were born to be hockey players, every one of you, and you were meant to be here tonight. This is your time. Their time is done. It's over. I'm sick and tired of hearing about what a great hockey team the Soviets have. This is your time. Now go out there and take it. If you recognize these words, we should probably be friends. This is the pregame speech Coach Herb Brooks gives in the movie Miracle before the U.S. hockey team faces the Soviet Union in the medal round. I love a pregame pep talk. I coached high school soccer for almost a decade, and there's nothing quite like a pregame speech, especially at the end of the season. You start with reminding them of those winter workouts and cold February practices. You remind them of the hard-fought wins, the lessons learned from the losses, and you remind them what they are playing for. You remind them that they have already been through great adversity and they can do it again. One of our office lectionary readings for today is Philippians 4, 1 through 9, which to me reads a lot like a pregame speech. Verse 1 starts, Therefore, my brothers, whom I love and long for, my joy and crown, stand firm thus in the Lord, my beloved. Verses 4 through 9 go on to say, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there's any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Simple words stand firm in the Lord. But keep in mind, Paul is writing from imprisonment to a church that he planted, one that has been marked by suffering and persecution, and he knows that they need to hear, stand firm. He encourages them to rejoice in the Lord always, to not be anxious, but rather to be thankful. And by thinking on whatever is true, excellent, and lovely, namely Jesus, God will give us peace. But sometimes these verses are tough for me to read. In the face of hardship, I don't like being told not to be anxious. I don't like being told to be thankful. How can I think about what is good and just and honorable when it feels like I'm surrounded by evil and injustice, let alone the the sin in my own life? It's in these times, this feels less like a pregame speech and more like a Bobby McFerrin song. You know, don't worry, be happy. It's with that in mind that I took a lot of encouragement from Psalm 31, which is also in our daily office lectionary. Verses three through five say this, for you are my rock and my fortress. And for your name's sake, you lead me and guide me. You take me out of the net they have hidden for me. For you are my refuge. Into your hand, I commit my spirit. You have redeemed me, O Lord, faithful God.
Jesus quotes verse five while on the cross. Father, into your hands, I commit my spirit. On the cross, Jesus is remembering that God is his rock, his fortress, and his refuge. In the midst of physical pain, and more importantly, in the midst of experiencing spiritual separation from the Father, Jesus is confident in his Father's love for him, and he is reminding himself and us of his Father's love. When I face the smallest amount of adversity, it's easy for my confidence especially my confidence in God's love for me to be shaken. But here I see Jesus thinking on what is true, excellent, and lovely. He calls out to a father that he knows loves him. We too can boldly quote this as beloved sons and daughters. So I pray this Lenten season, we will have confidence to stand firm in the Lord as we look to Jesus who has gone before us. So until Monday, City Church, stay well and do good. Good Morning City Church is a weekday podcast produced by the staff and members of City Church of Richmond, located in Richmond, Virginia. To learn more about us, please visit citychurchrva.com. That's C-I-T-Y-C-H-U-R-C-H-R-V-A.com. And thanks for listening.